Hello again, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of Personality First, Dan Tech. I'm your host, Dr. Daphne Philip. Hi, welcome back. This week, we are going to talk about communication skills. And I know as an educator, we all have that, but sometimes we still need some tips and tricks to help us transition from being in the classroom into the business world and the mindset. We have um, the ability to watch and be quick in terms of um, personalities or people reader because we see so many people um, per year. You know, when you have between um, 20 to 30 students five times a day, you tend to become a quick study of person, especially a quick read people very quickly. That's what I want to say. So this week, we are going to talk about communication skills. So this is just the first series on it. It's just general. The word communication has a general meaning. It could take on many definitions depending on the use and context. It also has many formats as it, it is delivery and delivery mechanism. You can listen to music, watch videos, email, text. You can read a book or listen to Kindle um, or Audible like I do. You can have conversations, sometimes come in different form as well, when those are all opportunities for us as human beings to communicate. Because of the general aspect of communication, sometimes it isn't easy to see it as developing it into a skill that's, that you need to do well. It's not necessary to study at a four-year college to enhance your skills as a communicator, like I had my bachelor's in communication well, guess what? I didn't do anything with it either. It takes knowledge and practice to become an expert communicator in your field. The key is to developing your skills to communicate, is to listen better. That's something I had to learn and I consistently check myself that I'm not doing more talking than listening. People are not natural listeners, as you know, as we are focused on our own interests in our head while somebody's talking you sometimes listen to answer the question. Sometimes their word makes you think of something else real quick. So those are not listening. But because of our self-serving nature, sometimes listening to others is secondary and require us to practice and develop into a great listener. So remember I said, key communication is listening. To increase your ability to listen to others, repeat everything they say to you, checking your understanding. It is important to inform them why you are repeating their words to check that you understand what they're saying. Don't just start repeating. You say, well, sorry, is it okay if I repeat what you said to make sure that I understand what you want me to understand? And once you do that, it's not gonna feel kind of awkward and you know, it's not gonna look weird. It's kind of be, imagine you, if you were saying something to somebody and every time you say, oh my goodness, I really like that um, recipe the food was really good, and they repeated, oh my God, I really like that recipe, the food is really good, and then they stop, they say nothing else to you. You will be a little act funny too. So when you are repeating that, let them know ahead of time that it's just you being respectful, that you wanna make sure you understand the message that they need you to understand before you provide an answer or 
add more information into the conversation. That's another thing. The next step towards better communication is to speak clearly and simply. When you want others to understand your meaning, you need to make sure everyone will understand your chosen words. As you know, people have different levels of education. Therefore, you want to use the most common language when speaking to everyone in the room. Your goal is to make sure you are understood. Um, in conversating with the person, you could see the level of vocabulary that you need to use. Be mindful of that. I know sometimes as educators, we tend to be very harsh with each other, especially us in the educational field. We have such a high expectation of, of ourselves. Sometimes we forget that teachers are human beings too. And you also get nervous standing in front of adults, especially peers, knowing that they're going to be judged very strongly. So with that, um, still use the level of vocabulary that will meet your need and your colleague need. Don't overdo it. Don't sound like a, a thesaurus or a dictionary. Just be normal. And that will help the conversation to go very easily. You must consider the feelings of the people you're communicating with. Because, you know, now we're in a very connecting kind of world because of COVID. So feelings are big. Even if you are the person that's in charge, in fact, especially if you're in charge, that's definitely when you take into account who you are talking to and how you're seeing it and how the person is going to receive it. Consider everyone's opinions and needs. Keep people engaged in the conversation. This way they take ownership of the communication process. Ask questions. You know, when they um, ask you a question, make sure again you understand the question and then answer it. You will get more out of the people that you engage with when you do that. There's a good benefit of the excellent communication. You know, as I explained for me, I do my best to do that at least nine, eight out of 10 when people are talking to stop my brain from thinking, from taking trips or waiting my turn to ask a question. I actually listen to the words or what the person is saying and I process what the person is saying and then I ask questions. So it, it's it's a skill that I'm acquiring. I'm still working at it. It's not something I'm perfect yet, but it is something that I, every day, every time I'm talking to someone, I take my time to practice the listening part. I start counting the minutes, how long I'm talking in comparison to the length of time the person is talking. So, well, this is just the introduction for this week's theme. And next, which is tomorrow, I will probably talk about some strategies and how to get better and creating great communication skills as you transition from the classroom into the business world or to any field. You could still use it in the classroom, but you know it is something that we uh, need to be aware of the different format and different facets of it and when and how to use it and are you good at it. Thank you for joining me today and listening to this episode of Personality First, Then Tech. As a podcast newbie, I am well aware of the many other shows you could have been listening to other than me. Hopefully, what I share with you today resonated with you and will help you on your journey. If this episode helps you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know that will need the information. Our mission will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I want to help you apply the success principles in your journey to converting your teaching skills, experience, personalities, and knowledge 
into a money-making enterprise. I hope you can help me further by sharing this podcast to build our tribe of educators who desire to earn more money and more time. It's hard for me to share over audio, so if this is something your colleagues need, then click the link to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for turning in. I'm here with you, my friend. Please click the button to share this episode with a friend.